Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Next Generation. I hope you guys all had a great week. Um, we're supposed to be getting a huge winter storm here in New York, and it's actually, I just looked outside um, my office, actually, it you know sits in front of a window right here. It just started snowing. Um, I think we're supposed to get maybe a foot of snow. Uh, we'll see. They're never right. No other people are never right, but it's definitely starting to come down out there. So I'm going to be hunkered down all weekend in my house with our nice, cozy new wood stove and my dogs. Um, so I hope you guys all had a wonderful week. Um, I wanted to talk to you about quick. Um, oh, so today on the podcast, um, I'm going to talk a lot of COVID vaccine information, um, touch a little bit on the Epstein stuff that was released. I'm going to look through my notes here. I'm so unorganized. Um, what else? Epstein. We're going to talk about the Iowa caucuses and Trump, uh, the shooter, uh, the shoot, the mass shooting that was just in Iowa. Um, and then a bunch of other headlines. But I just pulled in my driveway, just got home from my parents' house. Both my parents, um, they both have pneumonia right now. And we're going to talk about how everyone is everyone is sick right now. Um, but I just got home from checking on my parents and bringing them some groceries. And the shirts I ordered are here. So I'm going to give a shout out to my friend, Deborah Williams. She owns Mind Body Blend and her shirts are amazing. So I'm I have, oh, I should have got my old ones out. I have my, a lot of my wardrobe comes from, comes from Deborah's shop. Um, but the newest one I got uh, on the front of it, it says raw milk, sourdough, real salt, kombucha, bone broth, sunlight, and bare feet. Uh, the next one says wake up vaccine injury is real. Revoke the act of 1986 and bring back liability. And the third one I got from her, it says, um, there's the Lion of Judah on the front, and it says, be strong and courageous, Joshua 1-9. Um, the other, a couple of the other shirts I have, um, the one I wear like all the time, says medical freedom is a basic human right. And then I have, oh, what are the other ones? Um, food over pharma is another one I have. So anyways, her shop is fantastic. It's mindbodyblend.com. Um, Go there and check out her stuff. She's got great stuff. So, all right, let's jump right into all this crazy news. I have a ton of articles, so I am going to be reading from articles, which I'm terrible at. Um, so bear with me today. I have some videos too. Um, but first, we're going to start with uh, Dr. Joe Ladapo from, he's the Surgeon General of Florida. He calls for the halt of the use of mRNA COVID vaccines in Florida. So this is the article. Um, he says the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine injected into billions of, of arms was not the same one used in Pfizer's clinical trials. There was a bait and switch. The public received vials contaminated with plasmid DNA. A new study by Kevin McKernan and colleagues found the presence of billions to hundreds of billions of DNA molecules per dose in these vaccines. Using fluorometry, all vaccines exceeded the guidelines for residual DNA set by the FDA and the WHO. So Dr. Ladapo addresses the FDA on December 6th of 2023. Florida Surgeon General sent a letter to the FDA regarding safety concerns after this, the discovery of billions of DNA fragments. Um, citing guidance published by the FDA in 2007, Dr. Ladapo presented the following concerns with respect to regulatory limits for DNA and vaccines. 
um, DNA integration could theoretically impact a human's um, oncogenes, the genes which can transform a healthy cell into a cancerous cell. And I know I've talked about the turbo cancers on this podcast before. Uh, DNA integration may result in chromosomal instability. The guidance for industry discusses biodistribution of DNA vaccines and how such integration could affect unintended parts of the body, including the blood, the heart. We'll talk about the heart a little bit later. Uh, Brain, liver, kidney, bone marrow, ovaries, testes, lung, draining lymph nodes, spleen, and the site of administration and subcutis at injection site. So this goes, this is a really long article. It goes on and on, but basically he's saying that these vaccines are not safe and they need to be pulled from the market. Um, We need this man to be the Surgeon General of the United States because we need someone in there with a brain who is not bought out by big pharma. And we need a halt to all the vaccines, not just the COVID vaccines, the entire childhood schedule. And some, one of these podcasts, I really should talk to you guys about the childhood vaccine schedule. Um, Moving right along, uh, Mary Tally Bowden, MD, she's MD Breathe on Twitter, said there are now 51 candidates plus 40 elected officials from 20 different states publicly stating the COVID shots must be pulled off the market. Over 17,000 physicians stand behind them. So I think we're finally starting to see a movement here. Um, I've been a quote-unquote anti-vaxxer for probably 10 years or more at this point. And I've never seen this type of movement behind getting vaccines off the market. I mean, just starting with a COVID one is a start. We need to do it to the entire vaccine schedule. But I've never seen this kind of movement to take these things off the market. And the more and the, the louder that we get, the more attention we're going to bring to us, and hopefully we can get a reckoning with these big pharma companies. Um, next, Children's Health Defense. Uh, if you don't follow them, they're incredible. Um, but they are reporting that 200 plus service members demand accountability for harms caused by the COVID vaccine mandate. So I have another article, if I can get my phone to work here. All right, it says... Okay, over 200 active duty service members and veterans on Monday issued an open letter to the American people calling for accountability for the illegality and harms caused by the COVID-19 vaccine mandates imposed on the U.S. military personnel. The letter calls out prominent leaders, including General Mark Milley, who is terrible and he was put in there by Trump. Uh, formerly chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and other high-ranking officers, alleging these military leaders broke the law, trampled constitutional rights, denied informed consent, permitted unwilling medical experimentation, and suppressed the free exercise of religion. Um, The fact that we could not use um, a religious exemption to to not have these shots forced on us was complete BS. Um, So the result of these lawless actions, according to the letter, is continued financial, emotional, and physical suffering by many service members, including debilitating vaccine injuries, increased veteran homelessness, and deaths. So also this article goes on and on, but our military is seriously suffering right now because of the vaccine mandate. The numbers in recruiting are so low, they're dangerously low. People don't want to join the military because of all the vaccines that are pushed on you. 
and people left the military because they were forcing this down people's throats. Um, they definitely need a reckoning in the military, but also in schools, in healthcare, any place that they demanded or mandated you to get a shot to be able to keep your job, we need to have a reckoning. Um, next article, um, also from Children's Health Defense, New York vaccine clinics needed ambulances on standby. This is documents obtained, obtained by Dr. Pierre Corey revealed over 200 emergency medical services dispatched for severe vaccine reactions along with ambulances on standby at New York clinics offering the COVID-19 vaccine. Okay. Another article. We're almost done with articles, guys. <laughs> um, it says, this is by Dr. Pierre Corey. Right before the recent Christmas holiday, I received a call from a friend and colleague named Louis Conti regarding a contact of his with knowledge of the inner workings of emergency medical services in Westchester County, New York. Conti's contact had been monitoring EMS dispatches in Westchester County and saw, after the jab rollout in early 2021, what he felt was a frightening number of calls from vaccine clinics or homes where general or specific vaccine reactions were cited as the cause for the need of an ambulance. Last year, the contact decided to submit a FOIL, a Freedom of Information Law request, similar to... Um, a FOIA and Freedom of Information Act request to Westchester County EMS in the adjoining Dutchess County EMS, asking for a record of all calls whose transcripts mentioned either the word vaccine or COVID-19 vaccine in 2021. Um, so this says, uh, for instance, we already, already knew from the Informed Consent Action Network or ICANN that Aaron Series FOIA requests for the Center of the Center for Disease Control and Prevention's V-Safe data that 7.9% of all 10.1 million vaccine recipients reported requiring medical care to treat a vaccine adverse effect. Of those requiring medical care, almost 11%, 87,700 people visited the emergency room or the hospital. Um, how many traveled for this high level of urgent care by ambulance is unknown, but historically about 15% of ER patients arrive by ambulance. So this would come out to be about 13,000 patients among a population of 10 million vaccinated. Um, i just run down some more numbers here. Um, there was an increase of more than 25% in the number of ambulance calls in response to cardiac arrest, acute coronary syndromes, or heart attacks for young people 16 to 39 age group during the COVID-19 vaccination rollout in Israel compared to the same time period years prior. Um, so there's a ton of data in this article. I could go on for like another 20 minutes. Um, basically, they rolled out the vaccine. More people got hurt and injured, and it's not good. And the data is finally coming out. So again, maybe we can get some accountability from these people. Um, don't have my hopes super high on that. But like I said, this is the farthest we've gotten in the 10 years that I've been following the vaccine stuff. So um, on January 9th, the Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic will be interviewing Dr. Fauci in a two-day, 14-hour transcribed interview. Uh, Rand Paul, love Rand Paul says accountability is coming soon. Don't have high hopes. But this is this hearing is going to be on the COVID-19 origins, lockdowns, vaccines, masks, natural immunity, travel restrictions, school closures and more. Um 
I hope something happens with this. Gosh, I hope something happens with this. But Fauci's just going to sit up there and lie his face off like he always does. Um, Nobody ever did anything when Fauci killed all of the HIV patients back in the 90s with his AZT treatments. If you want to know the complete history of how evil Dr. Fauci is, read um, Bobby Kennedy's book, The Real Anthony Fauci. It is mind-boggling. And it's not an easy read. It and it'll put you in a really bad mood, but it's definitely worth a read. Um, the accountability we need is that these people are in handcuffs and behind bars. But um, like I said, I'm not going to hold my breath. Um, Dr. Fauci's actually been vacationing in the Bahamas with taxpayer-funded security detail where the rooms were $5,000 a night. So he is uh, living the high life after he unleashed this destruction on the American people. Um, And never forget that Operation Warp Speed was Trump's baby and that he handed the country over to Dr. Fauci. And they both still brag about what a good job they did. Um, Trump and Fauci are responsible for destroying hundreds of thousands of jobs and small businesses, death and injury from the vaccine into the millions. And they show no signs of remorse. And to me, that is true psychotic behavior, both of them. So I told you I was going to talk about uh, the vaccine and heart damage. Um, So come to find out, Pfizer secretly studied a heart damage marker, uh, troponin, in 5 to 15-year-olds following the mRNA COVID vaccination in 2021. So troponin is a cardiac protein found, well, cardiac protein found in the heart muscle, obviously. Um, it's a heart damage signal. So if you say you have chest pain and you go to the ER, one of the very first things that we're going to do is we're going to draw labs and we're going to check your troponin levels. Um, an increase in troponin levels is a big indicator for us that you're having a heart attack. So that's one of the the key things, the first things besides an EKG that you'll do when you go to the ER if they think you're having a heart attack. Um Okay, so last article, I promise. Um, so this was by um, Dr. Naomi Wolf on Daily Clout. She has done a ton of reporting. Um, and this isn't like her opinion. This is documentation that was released under a court order. And it's this is actually Pfizer's internal reporting. Um says, we were warned that there was proof that the Pfizer mRNA COVID vaccine caused heart damage in teens and young adults as early as May of 2021. As more information surfaces from the court-mandated release of Pfizer clinical trial documents by the FDA and the FOIA emails, the CDC's cover-up of evidence of COVID-19 mRNA vaccine-associated myocarditis in minors becomes increasingly serious. Um, Also, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but in a nutshell... Pfizer knew that this vaccine was causing heart damage, especially in young men, and they hid it from everyone and continued to still push this out on the They're still pushing it out on the public. If you, we try to watch football or the UFC fights and like every other freaking commercial is go get your COVID vaccine along with your RSV vaccine, along with your pneumonia vaccine. Um, what am I missing? Flu COVID, RSV, pneumonia, just so many freaking vaccines. They want you literally to get them all at once. They're telling you it's completely safe. None of them are safe. And 
That's one reason why I hate Travis Kelsey is he's out there telling everyone to get your two-in-one vaccine. When I talked about on a podcast a couple of weeks ago that the data says you're at a higher risk of stroke if you get the COVID booster and the flu shot at the same time, yet they're pimping these commercials out there telling you to get them at the same time. They, they have this data tells you how bad these things are, but yet they turn around and still tell the American public to go get this shit. And it pisses me off. Um, I was trying to tell people about the effect that vaccines, these vaccines were having on people's hearts um, from what I was seeing at work. But of course, nobody believed, well, not nobody, um, you know, people that know me and trust me um, and people that are also informed, believe me, but like the normies didn't believe me. They don't believe me. Um, they're trying to normalize myocarditis. There was also like, commercials or ads trying to normalize heart attacks in children. Like, no, that doesn't happen. That just doesn't happen. Um, or they were saying that it was normal or, um, saying the kids getting it was normal or that the myocarditis from the virus is much worse than the myocarditis from the vaccine, which is also not true. I'm just pulling up another thing here. But um, Trump's Surgeon General, Jerome Adams, is a complete moron and he's a fraud and he's a liar. Um, he said that myocarditis from the vaccine is reversible, but myocarditis from the virus isn't. Um, that's complete nonsense. So he posted this on Twitter. I comment on his stuff a lot because it really bothers me. Um, he said he had an echocardiogram this morning. Um, this was back on December 15th. I do echocardiograms for a living, been doing it for almost 20 years. Um, he said he was <laughs> masked and so was the echo tech, but she had the sniffles and she was clearing her throat and she shouldn't have come to work. He goes off on this rant. Um, but then he also says, some of you have asked about my echo. I had severe viral myocarditis 20 years ago, which can happen. You can get myocarditis from a viral infection. That is not unheard of. It happens. But he says, that's why I'm so persistent about advising people to protect themselves from viral harm now. Okay, the masks don't work. Genius. If you still think masks work, you need to get your head examined. Um, he says, most all cases of vaccine-induced myocarditis have resolved. Not so for COVID-induced myocarditis. That is complete bullshit. Um, it's not true at all. The doctors I've worked with, I've worked at three different hospitals since the rollout of the vaccine. Um, I'm doing the travel tech thing. Doctors aren't even recognizing vaccine-induced. They're not considering it. They're not talking about it. They're pretending it doesn't exist. Like, it it doesn't even cross their mind. It could not be from the vaccine. Like, and I've read patient histories where people come in and they say, I got my vaccine 48 hours ago, two days ago, and now I'm having all this chest pain. Well, couldn't be from the vaccine. Like, are you kidding me? It's right in your face. Um, so we get like our echo orders print up and I'm not seeing so many anymore because people really aren't going to get their boosters. But back when the uh, vaccine first rolled out, I was working for a doctor that I love. Um, 
but I was basically doing referrals and setting up as office for them and bringing all these people in. So I would talk to them and interview them and ask them why they were there. And so many people told me, I got the vaccine. Now my heart's racing. I got the vaccine. I passed out. I got the vaccine. Now I'm having chest pain. Like over and over and over. And all these doctors just completely dismissed what the patient was telling them. Um, pissed me off to no end. I remember messaging all my friends in our group chat. Whoop, here's another one. Whoop, here's another one. Whoop, had another one today. And they were all 20, 30, 40, 50 year old people, not the older people. It was the younger people that this was affecting more. Um, anyway, sorry, off on a tangent there, but um, they're pretending it doesn't exist. And I've heard so many of these TV doctors, pharma doctors say that you could fully recover from myocarditis. It's not a big deal. Um, that's not true. Like, yes, you can recover from myocarditis, but the scarring is going to, like, you're still going to have scarring in your heart muscle. Sometimes your heart never regains full function. We go by what's called an ejection fraction. And that's basically a, a number of value we use to show how well your heart's functioning or, you know, how well your heart's functioning. Like anywhere is between like 55 and 65 is normal. With myocarditis or like a viral myocarditis, it can go down into the 10%, 20%, 30%. And you can gain some of that function back. It does not always happen though. It does not always happen. And the scarring stays, the, the scarring can stay there. And then that can lead to arrhythmias down the road and other cardiomyopathies throughout your entire life. So if someone comes in with a cardiomyopathy or a myocarditis or pericarditis, we're, you're going to have echoes the rest of your life. Like we're not going to be like clean bill of health. Don't need to see us again. Like we'll probably do a follow-up echo in a year. And then again, in three years, just to keep, just to monitor it. Um, so the fact that people were saying that you could completely get better, your heart could completely recover from myocarditis is just nonsense. Um, it, it's never the same once you've gone through something that tragic that it's like a shock to your heart muscle. Um, so anyways, that makes me really mad. I could, I probably should do a podcast too, going in depth about what I saw. And obviously I wouldn't use any patient's names or where I worked specifically. Um, but I was keeping like case studies, folders of things that I saw um, and just the absolute denial of primary care doctors and cardiologists. And like <laughs> the cancers are out of control and people are just ignoring that as well. I had a woman come in. She was on like her seventh booster and she's like, I, I, now she has can't she had uh, cancer of her liver and bone cancer and brain cancer. And it just spread and spread and spread. And she was going to go get her next booster. Like, wake up, people. You are poisoning yourself. Please stop getting these injections. Get all of them. The flu shot doesn't work. The pneumonia shot doesn't work. The RSV shot doesn't work. The COVID boosters don't work. And you're just continually poisoning your body. And you're making yourself more susceptible to get these viruses. Like perfect example. Love my parents. They don't listen to a damn thing I say. They both went and got their pneumonia vaccine um 
the super powerful 65 and older one like a week or two ago, they both have pneumonia right now. My dad was just um, an inpatient because his pneumonia was so bad. Um, so the, the BS that, oh, well, it wouldn't be as bad if uh, I got, if you get your vaccine, you know, it won't be as virulent. No, <laughs> that's not true. My dad was literally admitted into the hospital with double pneumonia about a week after he got his pneumonia shot. So stop, just stop, full stop, no more vaccines. Um, we didn't even vaccinate our dogs, okay? That's how anti-vax I am. And I don't care if you call me a crazy anti-vaxxer, I wear that badge proudly. Um, okay, everyone is sick. Literally everyone is sick. Um, I'm not sick though. Knock on wood, I'm not sick. Um, the ER or the... The ER where I work, I work at a very big hospital in a moderately huge city. Um, our ER is packed. And my sister works at a local hospital here, smaller one. My mother works at a hospital, smaller one. I have friends who work at other big hospitals in New York. Everyone is saying the same thing. The ERs are like war zones. They are. They, it is unbelievable. Um, my coworkers are constantly sick. Uh, they will go out of work for a week, then they get better and come back and then they're out again. Um, I, I've never, never seen it this bad. Um, there's COVID, flu, RSV, pneumonia. Interestingly enough, that's what everyone's getting vaccinated for right now, right? Um, it's basically all upper respiratory crap. And the sounds of these people's coughs are awful. It is this, not to gross you out, it is this wet, productive, disgusting cough. I've had multiple patients this week cough up sputum, cough up their phlegm, and be like, oh, this is yellow. Do you want to look at it? No, no, I do hearts. I don't want to look at your look at your spit and your phlegm and the shit coming out of your lungs. Like, no, thank you. That's why I, that's why I did not go into respiratory. I can't do it. It's gross. Um, and no, this is not the normal uh, flu season stuff. Like, I posted something on Facebook about how the bubonic plague has hit central New York, and you know, as usual, I get the people. Well, it's because everyone is staying inside and there's no sunlight and everyone ate shit for the holidays. Yes, that is all true. It happens every year. People get sick because they eat crap around the holidays. They stay inside. They don't get fresh air. They don't get sunlight. I get it. I understand it. What I'm telling you is this is not normal. I have worked in healthcare for 20 years. I have never seen it like this. And all my healthcare worker friends are saying the same thing. This is not the normal seasonal sickness. So don't come at me and be like, well, this is just normal. No, you come to the hospital and look at what's happening in the ERs. It is a disaster. Um, all right, lost my spot. Sorry, off on another tangent. I didn't even smoke today. I'm going off on all these tangents. Um, so everyone keeps asking me, why do I think this is as bad as it is. Well, I have, I have some theories. So I'm sure it has to do with everyone's immune systems being shot because of all the vaccines that they're getting. You know, and if yes, the eating shit and staying inside and no sunlight and crappy sleep and Americans are just unhealthy to begin with, that is a factor. There's the shedding of all the vaccines on other people because even my natural-minded, holistic, 
non-vaccinated friends are getting sick. Um, and this, like people are telling me that their coughs and their sickness are lasting weeks and months and they're just not going away. And all their natural, um, holistic remedies that they usually use are not even, they're not touching this. Um, so my conspiracy theory about this is that they, quote unquote, they, whoever they are in charge, have unleashed another COVID on us. Um, if you remember back in 2019, we saw the same stuff. At the end of 2019, going into 2020, everyone had this weird sickness that people were getting very, very sick. They didn't know what it was. It wasn't the flu. It wasn't pneumonia. It wasn't bronchitis. They didn't have a name for it until we named it COVID. Um, just so happened to be the fall and winter season right before the next election season. So where are we right now? We are in the, well, we just passed the fall into the winter holiday season, into the election season. So just be aware, this is following the same pattern as COVID did back in 2019, 2020. Four years later, here we are again. Everyone is freaking sick. Would you be surprised if we go into full lockdown again? And I could just see it happening again. And this is the funny thing. In New York, in New York, if you test positive for COVID and you work in healthcare, you get five days off from work paid by New York State. It's they did it. So they did it for reasons, but one of the reasons they did it is to keep people that are sick from coming to work because people will show up to work sick because they need the money, don't have the sick time, don't have the vacation time. I get it. I'm a traveler. I don't get sick time. I don't get vacation time. I'm showing up to work come hell or high water unless I'm truly sick and cannot function. Um, so they implemented this five-day paid sick time to keep people out of work so they didn't come to work and bring their COVID with them and get everyone sick. Well, as of January 1st, they got rid of that. You no longer get the paid five days off. And obviously, people were taking advantage of it because most places you just needed a positive at-home test, take a screenshot, send it to your boss, boom, you're out five days paid, right? So of course, people are going to take advantage of it. Um, I should have. I didn't. <laughs> In hindsight, I should have. Um, but as of January 1st, they took that away. So now, people are going to come to work sick. Um, I think they want that. So... More sick people leads to more numbers, more cases, more deaths, leads to lockdowns and mandates, and so on and so on. Like, do you see the pattern here? Um, so, anyways, my advice is to eat good food, stay hydrated, get sunshine when you can, sleep, keep your stress down. And if you can see a holistic doctor, see a holistic doctor. I have not gotten sick yet. I'm not saying I won't. Like there's a pretty good chance I will because I'm literally being exposed at work over and over and over and over again with a multitude of things. Um, so I'm not saying I'm like superhuman and not going to get sick, but I follow with a holistic doctor, Dr. Jack Kunkel out in New Hartford. He keeps me very, very healthy. Um, I also take a lot of vitamin D. I get, I sleep really well. I'm a good sleeper. I stay hydrated. I exercise. I eat clean food. Um, my sister just bought me this, uh, it's like a circadian light 
to use because I drive to work in the dark and I drive home in the dark. So I don't get to see sunlight very often. So she bought me this um, circadian light that I can keep on during the day. And it's like that you're in the sunshine. Um, That's a huge help. So my advice is to just stay as healthy as you possibly can. Um, It's going to get wild. It's going to get wild. So all right, on to the Epstein stuff. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on Jeffrey Epstein because honestly, I just don't care. But this was the big news this week. Um, they released Epstein documents, I guess. Um, it was a huge nothing burger. It's th- This is still part of the cover-up. Um, they're hoping you'll be satisfied with these little tidbits that they're releasing. Um which these didn't these documents didn't contain anything new. Um, they want us to stop asking questions. So no new documents, no criminal records, no criminal documents, and no client list. This was like the oh, what is it called? The show they were on the plane. The the flight logs. It was the flight logs. Um, but here is what you do need to know. Um, it says 900 pages of court documents contain, containing revelations about Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, uh, Michael Jackson, and more. Bill Clinton is identified as Doe 36, is mentioned numerous times. Jeffrey Epstein's accuser, Johanna Joburg, Schoberg, I don't know, testified that Epstein told her Clinton likes them young. I mean, we all knew the Clintons were involved in this. This is nothing new. Um, We all knew Prince Andrew was involved. Nothing new, but Prince Andrew was described in an incident involving a photograph with his hand on a girl's breast. Johanna Schoberg met Michael Jackson at Epstein's home in Palm Beach, but there are no other details of inappropriate behavior. Uh, There's just nothing new. Um, So I believe that this was an attempt to exonerate Uh, Bill Clinton and Donald Trump, they're both listed on the documents, but no evidence yet that they were actually on uh, pedophile island. I don't think Trump's a pedophile. Like, I don't think Trump's a pedophile. So don't come at me with all your QAnon, Trump saving the world thing. He knew about Epstein. He knew what Epstein was doing. Trump was part of the elite, this elite group of people. Um, he flew on Epstein's plane multiple times. But do I think Trump's a pedophile? No, I don't think Trump's a, fe- a pedophile. But I do believe he knew exactly what was going on and he didn't say anything. Um, so that's pretty shitty. He should have spoke up and said something. Um, both the left and the right are compromised in this. So it isn't just the lefty elite, like people on the left and the right are, are involved in this. Um, I'm going to play you a video. Thank God, not an article. Cause I just cannot read articles. Um, I'm gonna play you this video from Tennessee rep, Tim Burchett. And let me find it here. It's kind of long. Um, I might cut it off, but. We'll continue. Honestly, Rob, I, I think we'll see the flight logs. I know those have already been leaked. I don't know if they'll show all that much other than these people flew on his airplane. That doesn't, Necessarily, you know, what I want is the client list. You know, you've got these skeevy old dudes that have, everybody said, well, they've gone and had sex on this island. What's the big deal? No, they haven't. They've done an act of violence against a child. They need to be burned on that. And that's that's the list we need. And they need to be held accountable. And unfortunately, in this country, there's there's two sets of justice for the 
the rich and the wealthy, the powerful, and and the rest of us. And this, that needs to end today. And the federal judge, federal courts can can prove me wrong, but I think they're compromised as well. I think you've got high-ranking people that have their tentacles have reached into way too far into our government on both sides of the aisle, and we need to get to the bottom of it. Who's on the list? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I've seen the I've seen the plane list. You know, you've seen Prince Andrew and of course Bill Clinton. I mean, these skeezy old perverts. Everybody knows they're they're dirt bags. I think we need to look at some of the others. It's been rumored that Gates is um, that, that Bill Gates' his wife. The reason she left him was because of her association with Epstein. But the client list is what we need, and that's that's what I think the cover up will be in. Yeah, and this is, I mean, just murky at best. Even even Jeffrey Epstein's suicide uh, in oh. jail. You know, we still don't that's, know. I mean, we know what they're saying, but all of a sudden, you know, think about it like good. this, Congressman. The the cameras were were off. The guard was asleep and apparently hung himself in his prison cell back in, in 2019. We know that based on the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, and it's not pleasant to talk about, but we know that sex with underage girls is what was happening on this this little Epstein Island, which if you've ever been to St. Thomas or St. John in the U.S. Virgin Islands, you can see this little St. James Island off in the distance. It's right there. Uh, and, and the names on this list, Congressman, I'm, I'm, I'm learning or at least seeing that th there could be Republicans in Congress, in the Senate, Democrats. I, I think that you probably know some of the people that are on this list. And I think that a lot of people waking up, particularly in New York and Washington, are a little extra nervous this morning. Yeah, I, I would hope they are, and I hope they get burned every dadgum one of them because they don't, you know, the Bible's pretty clear about uh, what God thinks about people that mess with a child. I think the American public needs to stand up and do something right, finally, and, and demand both sides of the aisle. We need to clean, we need to wash our hands of this deal. This is, this is sickening, and it goes at the core of what is wrong with this world right now in this country with our, just this gross fascination with this, it, it's, it's really sickening. And I, you know, I, I called it out because Dick Durbin in the Senate, you know, my, my dear friend, Marsha Blackburn, who had the guts to, to ask for this stuff, he told her no. And then when he was asked about it, he almost denied even knowing who Jeffrey Epstein was or what this was about. When clearly his friend, Bill Clinton, um, is all over this thing. And, and I just think America needs to know yeah. and, and to know that the fact that we're covering this up should infuriate us. And if there's members of Congress, if, if they're on my side, they are the other side, I don't care. Burn them all. Burn them to the ground. Let's get this out. This is the kind of thing that America should not stand for. I know Tennesseans don't stand for it. That gum, you know, America should not stand for this kind and, of foolishness. You know some of the names that have been rumored to be on this list. You know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of innuendo out there. One name apparently is mentioned more than 50 times. I, I, the, the notion is right now that maybe that's Bill Clinton. But is there anybody on that list that, that you might be aware of that might be named uh, that maybe we haven't heard about? Yeah, but I'm not going to mention any names just yet. Yeah, until but, they come but feel free to if you'd like to. Yeah, I know. That's for good TV, but it's not, it's not very classy on my part. Yeah. And so... Well, they come out. I, I want them to be. I want it to be legal. I don't start even rumors. But I think also you got to realize too, the Clintons are masters at putting out things that you know how bad it's going to be. You remember when 
when I did not have sex with that woman right. and how awful the tape was supposed to be. And then when they played the tape, well, it was bad, but it wasn't bad as they said. Just that so, was my that was my final question, Congressman. And I don't mean to cut you off. We're just so tight on time. But do you think we actually do get this list, or is this is this covered up yet again? I think we won't get the the full client list. I think names will be redacted. Daggum. I need to start using that more. Daggum. Um, so that was uh, Tennessee rep Tim Burchett. Um, probably needs a food taster now, but um, he's right. It would, these people do need to burn for it. There is there is an, like an elite pedophile ring going on. And, it, it's, and they said, um, is it underage girls? It's not underage girls. It's children, boys and girls, little children. Um, sickening, absolutely sickening. Um, unfortunately, even Bobby Kennedy's name is on the flight log. Supposedly, he just hitched a ride to Florida a couple times with Epstein. But you know whose name is not anywhere's mentioned is Ron DeSantis. Nowhere mentioned, anywhere near anything to do with Epstein. No Ron DeSantis. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, supposedly there's more Epstein stuff coming. Um, I think it's being released today, but then more on the 22nd of January, but, uh, representative Burchett is right. We're never going to get the full story and no one's ever going to pay for this. Um, Whitney Webb has fantastic reporting on all things, all things Epstein. If you want more information, uh, she's Whitney Webb on Twitter and her, uh, website is unlimitedhangout.com. Uh, so if you want more information on that, she has great reporting. And something else weird that happened was Megan Kelly. Uh, she says something weird. I don't even listen. This is to do with Epstein. And we're not done with Jeffrey Epstein. I can tell you that for a fact. Can't tell you how I know, but I can tell you for a fact, we're going to hear a lot more about Jeffrey Epstein in the coming year. Uh, and you may be even hearing from him directly. More on that as I'm allowed to tell you. Fascinating. And so she says, we're going to hear from Jeffrey Epstein directly. Now, we all know that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, except Trump thinks that he actually committed suicide. But we know that Epstein didn't kill himself. Is he? I thought he was murdered. That was to shut him up. Is he still alive? I, who knows? Very, very strange uh, coming from Megyn Kelly. So staying on the topic of Trump and moving right along, I can't stand the Trump worship in the cult-like behavior. So a couple days ago, I wake up to a Facebook message by a so-called friend. And let me just pull this up here. And she is mad at me because I'm no longer a Trump supporter. Oh my God, these messages. Good. I'm not going to read all of these to you, but I mean, this is just... This is the bizarre behavior I'm talking about. This is the the QAnon cult stuff. Um, so she says, um, so she asked, you're not a Trump supporter anymore? And I said, correct. He's a piece of shit and a Democrat. Um, I don't, I don't mince words and I'm going to be very direct. So if you ever message me, that's just the way I am. I'm a New Yorker. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm going to tell you like it is. Um, she says he woke her up. It started with him. She certainly doesn't think he's perfect. Um, 
but she believes he is working with the military in changing the course of our government. America's hanging over a cliff. We either do something or it's our end. Um, the evil are trying to depopulate us. So a lot of what she said is actually true, but Trump is not working with the military. These crazy people think that Trump is still the commander in chief. No, that's not true. Um, she says, uh, oh, she goes on and on about all, all this crazy, this crazy QAnon stuff. Um, let me see if I can find what she, she goes into Trump's executive orders. And I don't know if she knows this, but if one president signs an executive order, the next president can come in and get rid of that. Like you have to pass legislation for that stuff to stick. You can't just do executive orders because the next president comes in and gets rid of them all. So she goes in this big whole thing. Um, do, 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 do. Sorry, I'm just trying to find her stuff. Um, he's doing what no other president in history has been able to accomplish. JFK tried to do this and he was whacked. Trump has had over 50 attempts on his life. He's trying to make us free again. If Trump was trying to make us free again, why did he lock us down? Like, so I keep asking her questions, like point blank questions. What has Trump done that's conservative? What has Trump done for the American people? Like, give me specifics. And it's all this. He's going to save America. He's going to save us. He's going to free us. But there's never any details. Um, she said he's bringing back our Republic, um, that I don't even know the 1871 act made us all chattel. I need to know real history. Um, everything in his executive orders are relevant. If I don't want to learn, she can't help me. Um, I seem to be lacking to be able to do my own research. Um, she said, I sound like a never Trumper, which means I likely voted for pedo Joe and I should feel free to unfriend her. And it's disturbing that I support Joe Biden. So just because I don't like Trump, all of a sudden that means I'm a Biden supporter. Like, I don't know where these people make this connection. Um, so she says he isn't president, but he's the commander in chief. I never claimed to be an expert. I recognize and understand far better than I can explain it back to someone. Um, if you can't explain it, you don't understand it. I'm sorry. That's just the way it goes. Um, she says she's giving me crumbs to go do my own research. I know about all this stuff. I've heard it over and over again from all the crazy Q people. Um, but she keeps going back to the same stuff. Um, she's sending me all these stupid rumble videos. Uh, just absolute craziness. They, these people will bend over backwards to support Trump because they think there's some big plan going on. There's no plan. Um, I also want to share this video with you. And this is just, this is just sad. Um, it's just super sad, but, um, hold he's on. currently the president. Absolutely. Hold on. Donald Trump is president right now. He's currently the president. Absolutely. He is still president. There's a lot of things that this Biden person does not have like the presidential seal and things like that that are pretty obvious. Wait, Biden doesn't have the presidential seal. No. When he speaks, there's a presidential seal in front of him. It's not real. What is he doing as president? Uh, he is in charge of the military. Great. The military is in charge of this whole thing. The Don military were put in charge in 2018 when President Trump signed an executive order. The American military arms that are going to Ukraine, we have Donald Trump to thank for that. No. no, that's, that's two militaries. There, there's, there's two. 
There's two militaries. There's the good and the bad. So there's two militaries. Donald Trump's in charge of the good one. Yes. Biden's in charge of the bad military. That's yeah. exactly right. Donald Trump is president right so, now. So the- all, these, all these people have this crazy narrative. Um, my husband's in the military. Trump's not in charge of the military. There's not two militaries. There's not a good military and there's not a bad military. These people are crazy. And there's you can't even have a conversation with them. They're, they have been brainwashed so deeply that there's just nothing you can say to them that will change their mind. They keep trusting the plan. The plan never pans out. And then there's another plan. And they just make excuses. And it's batshit crazy. Um, so just recently, a couple days ago, I think it was just yesterday, uh, Trump posted a video on Truth Social. And of course, it was shared all over Twitter. And it's called God Made Trump. Like, talk about idolatry. Um, I'm going to play that for you, too, because this is just crazy. Oh, hold on. My phone is thinking all of a sudden. I don't know why it's not playing. Of course. I wish I could actually show you the video. 1946, God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a caretaker. So God gave us Trump. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, fix this country, work all day, fight the Marxists, eat supper, then go to the Oval Office and stay past midnight at a meeting of the heads of state. So God made Trump. I need somebody with arms strong enough to rustle the deep state and yet gentle enough to deliver his own grandchild. Somebody to ruffle the feathers, tame cantankerous World Economic Forum, come home hungry, have to wait until the first lady is done with lunch with friends, then tell the ladies to be sure and come back real soon, and mean it. So God gave us Trump. I need somebody who can shape an axe but wield a sword, who had the courage to step foot in North Korea, who can make money from the tar of the sand, turn liquid to gold, who understands the difference between tariffs and inflation, will finish his 40-hour week by Tuesday noon, but then put in another 72 hours. So God made Trump. God had to have somebody willing to go into the den of vipers, call out the fake news for their tongues as sharp as a serpent's. The poison of vipers is on their lips, and yet stop. So God made Trump. God said, I need somebody who will be strong and courageous, who will not be afraid or terrified of the wolves when they attack. A man who cares for the flock, a shepherd to mankind who won't ever leave nor forsake them. I need the most diligent worker to follow the path and remain strong in faith and know the belief of God and country. Somebody who's willing to drill, bring back manufacturing and American jobs, farm the lands, secure our borders, build our military, fight the system all day, and finish a hard week's work by attending church on Sunday. And then his oldest son turns and says, Dad, let's make America great again. Dad, let's build back a country to be the envy of the world again. So God made... Okay, that's enough of that. That's friggin' terrible. Um... First of all, Trump is not a Christian. He said in an interview that he's never had to repent because he's never done anything wrong. Um, 
you're you're not a, if if those words come out of your mouth, you're not a Christian. So this is just blasphemous. Oh my gosh. Um, also, they ripped this off um, from the American classic by Paul Harvey called "So God Made a Farmer," um, which was beautiful, and they just destroyed that. Um, this is this is bad. This is idolatry. This is putting this man up on a pedestal and worshiping him. It's gross. Stop it. Just stop it. Um, gosh, I can't. It's just so dumb. Um, so um, a brilliant man, not Donald Trump, um, but this man, he goes by Anomaly on Twitter. Um, he was just interviewed by Shannon Joy, one of my favorite New York podcasters. And he has coined the term or calling Trump the Judas goat. Um, this is the perfect description for Trump. And if you don't know what that means, I'm going to tell you. So a Judas goat is a trained goat used in general animal herding. The Judas goat is trained to associate with sheep or cattle, leading them to a specific destination. Um, Judas goats will lead sheep to slaughter while his own life is spared. Uh, that's exactly what Trump is. That's exactly what Trump is. And today's the anniversary of January 6th. And he did that to all the January 6thers. He led them to slaughter and then abandoned them. Um, that's my new term for Trump is the Judas goat. And I'm not going to let that go. Um, he's being used to round up Americans on the right, neutralize them and lead them to slaughter. Like it is plain as day right in front of our eyes. And so many people are falling for his bullshit. Um, so my friend Shannon, uh, Shannon Joy, she was asked why she hates Trump so much. And she gave a really good answer. I'm going to read it to you because it, it kind of is pretty much along the same way that I feel about Trump. I would have been a lot uh, more colorful in my wording, um, but she's she's better than me. So she says she does not hate Trump. Here's the reality. I honestly believe our solutions will rise up from massive decentralization and local organization and activation as we seize back our most powerful institutions of local governance under the constraints of the Constitution. I've been on a mission for localism to defeat globalism for over 10 years. I advocate for this nationally and consistently on all of my platforms, and I put my money where my mouth is locally here in my own community in Rochester, New York. The truth is I cannot get enough conservative local people on our side to show up to do anything about school shootings or corruption, um, about the shots or anything, because frankly, they are all obsessed with Trump and they think he's going to save them. Um, this has literally been my reality for 10 years. I would love to never talk about Trump ever again, but he's the biggest barrier to true solutions and reform, in my opinion. He's also a massive distraction and a huge divider of freedom movements. I have also come to realize that we do need a, do need real leadership from the national realm to act as an, as an example to local leaders to show them how to govern ethically and constitutionally, not a savior, but a servant leader. And I pray for this person constantly. But in the meantime, unfortunately for me, I feel called to continue on this quest to relentlessly expose Trump's true nature so people can be set free from this insane cult experience. Like, here, here. 100%. She is absolutely true. Trump is the barrier. He's the thorn in the side 
of the medical freedom movement. And he's making people complacent and forget about our values, our beliefs, and our foundation. The amount of people that dismiss what Trump is doing that goes against our beliefs, like, can a man be a woman? Of the abortion issue, Trump has flip-flopped and they're still supporting him. Like, then you don't have beliefs. You don't have a foundation. You're wishy-washy and you're in a cult and you worship Trump. It's got to stop, guys. Like, this shit's got to stop. Um, He's a Judas goat and he's got to go. So, all right, on to the Iowa caucuses. They are January 15th, so not Monday, the following Monday. There's going to be a debate between DeSantis and Nikki Haley on the 10th, um, so that's next Wednesday. Trump has decided to do a town hall um, the same day because he's a douche and he's too afraid to debate DeSantis because DeSantis will freaking destroy him. Um, I would love to see it, though. Gosh, I would love to see it. Um Vivek is also doing a town hall the same day. So he's being a douche too. Like they're just trying to take away from the actual debates. But Vivek got cut from the next debate. Um, so he wasn't invited. Trump's invited. Trump's just deciding not to go because he'll be made to look like a fool. Um, Vivek, Vivek got cut. Um, so he's going to do his town hall online with Tim Poole, who is another douchebag. Um, but this little tidbit, I didn't know about this, but CNN removed one of Vivek's town halls earlier this month. Um, I don't like Vivek. I think he's a snake. He flip-flops on everything. He's a big pharma bro. Um, says all the right things. He's very charismatic. Um, but he like he has no record. He wanted to start a database for the COVID-19 vaccine and get into everyone's health records. And just no, absolutely not. Like, nope. Um, and he was also a Democrat and he hated Trump, wrote a book about him. And then all of a sudden he's kissing Trump's ass. Like, no, dude, you flip-flopped way too many times. I don't trust you. Um, but that's not right. They should not have removed his town hall. And that's a bunch of BS. I guess he had said something about January 6th. So they took it down. Um, that's not right. They should, they should leave that up. Um, but other town halls have happened this past week with Nikki Haley and DeSantis. Um, oh, I have more clips to play you. Um, Haley, she's she's something else. Uh, Nikki Haley is something else. She got booed um, by Iowa voters. She was in New Hampshire, and basically she said that New Hampshire voters need to fix what the Iowans will do with the Iowa caucus. So she was kind of bashing them, but listen to this. Oh, my gosh. Faces. Hold on. So, Ambassador, I want to ask you uh, about something you said at a town hall in New Hampshire. You talk about the importance of New Hampshire and Iowa. We're here in Iowa. But you said about the primary process that while Iowa goes first, New Hampshire, quote, corrects it. Oh, my gosh. Ron DeSantis said that was incredibly disrespectful to Iowa. Of course he did. And, of course, we are here in Iowa. I'm just looking around at people's faces. Okay, so... Uh, is there anything else you'd like to say? Look, we have done 150 plus town halls. <clears throat> you got to have some fun, too. So we're at this town hall. We had 700 people in New Hampshire. We're cutting up. And yes, I said that. But keep in mind, I'm from an early state. South Carolina always knew that I was going to be the first caucus. New Hampshire is going to be first in the nation. And South Carolina wanted to be first in the South. It was a pact 
it's still a pact that three states, at least on the Republican side, had that we were going to keep that. But we banter against each other on different things. New Hampshire makes fun of Iowa. Iowa makes fun of South Carolina. It's what we do. So, I mean, I think the problem in politics now is it's just like too serious and too dramatic. If we're having fun, I don't live, eat and breathe politics all the time. I like to. You're running for president. You should be eating, living and breathing politics. And, you know, she was just funning, guys, just funning. She insults all the Iowa voters and she was she was just having a good time. Um, she's an idiot. She's been bought out by China and all the big corporations like BlackRock. And pretty sure that Trump's going to pick her for the VP pick. Um, she sucks. She needs to go. Okay, so DeSantis, um, just killing it out there. He is killing it. Um, God, America. We have this man right in front of us who has totally transformed Florida, made it the reddest state that we have, the freest state that we have. And I, we're probably just going to pass him up for Trump. And that just what a disappointment. What a freaking disappointment. He's young. He's got a great family. He's got a military background. Everything he said he was going to do in Florida, he did. He sticks to the Constitution. Like, come on, guys. He's right in front of us. Just take him. Just take him and give him a chance. Um, all right. So he has proposed a flat tax and to abolish the IRS. Um, yes, please. Let me find this video. Do, 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 do. Right here. You have no income tax. You have said that you believe other states should follow Florida's, follow Florida's lead on that. If you were president, would you eliminate the federal income tax? Oh, I mean, can I stop dreaming? I mean, like, wouldn't you like to eliminate the IRS? And have, what I would want is I just I think I would eliminate the IRS, have a single rate uh, and, and just do like a flat tax. Uh, I think that would be the ideal tax system uh, to be able to do. Take away the distortions. And what happens is Florida is a good example of this. We have low tax and we cut taxes and yet we attract more investment and our economic base expands. So I run these big budget surpluses where we're paying down debt by lowering rates. I think you look at some of the other states that are high tax states, they tax, they cause businesses to flee and individuals to flee. Then they go back to the well and they tax more and it's like a vicious cycle. So low rates, uh, broad base, ultimately is the best and most conducive to economic growth. But you growth. would push to eliminate the federal income tax. I want to I want to eliminate <laughs> the IRS, uh, and I would like a flat, one single rate, uh, flat tax. Is uh, Obviously, would, I would only do it if it was lower taxes for everybody, but that is the ideal tax system. Well. Oh, my gosh. No please, please, sweet baby Jesus, get this man in the presidency. Um, yes. We need our taxes lowered. We are taxed to death, especially here in New York. We are taxed to death, yet we just keep electing all these people that raise our taxes. Um, so this one uh, person in the audience tried to get DeSantis. Um, so DeSantis has come out and said we need to um, shoot illegals, um, not in, you know, <laughs> not just going to stand at the border and mow the illegals down. But this is what this guy tried to get DeSantis on a gotcha question. And just an FYI, I saw the, the data on the fentanyl overdoses. And 
just week upon week, month after month, it just keeps increasing and getting higher and higher and higher. We have a freaking problem in this country with these illegals pouring over the border and it's affecting everyone. It's affecting everyone and it's going to affect us for a very long time. So I'm with DeSantis. Let's do this. Uh, Governor, almost all illegal migrants crossing the border carry a backpacker bag. and Very few are cartel members. If you order to shoot on site, now accepting women and children, how many innocent people are you willing to have killed to uh, kill one low-level drug mule? Well, uh, Joseph, thanks for that. But I, but I take issue with, with the premise of that. Uh, when you're conducting military operations, you're not just doing that willy-nilly. Uh, I'm the only one running for president that actually has served uh, overseas in, in a war um, in the Iraq campaign. They didn't dress. They didn't wear uniforms. You had to positively identify. People would have hostile actions, hostile intent, uh, and then you would be able to engage. So it's going to be the same type of thing. It's not going to be, and it's anything like we do even in domestically when a police officer would engage. Uh, so it's not going to be done the way the media is saying it's going to be done. But I will tell you this. I've been down there. The cartel will cut holes in the actual border wall, and they will come through uh, with fentanyl. So my question to you and other critics who don't say, how many fentanyl deaths are enough? Are we just supposed to sit here and let this happen? Uh, I think a president not only has a right, I think you have a responsibility to fight back against these people. I am sick and tired of seeing the carnage in this country. And in my travels through Iowa, uh, I've met angel parents, people that have lost kids to fentanyl overdose. And a lot of times, these are not drug addicts. These are maybe a college student that is stressed out during exams, so they buy a pill thinking it's going to help them get through the night, and it turns out it's laced with fentanyl. That could be enough to poison uh, that student to death. And so this is shattering families. It's shattering communities. The people in D.C., they just shrug their shoulder. Uh, they could care less about what's going on. Well, I care about this. I care about defending American communities and American families. And so, yes, they have killed more Americans than all the terrorist groups in this in this world combined over the last five years. When is enough enough? But you do think you would have the intelligence? So brilliant. Like, do you do you guys understand how smart Ron DeSantis is? He's frigging brilliant. Um, I know I'm going long today. There's another video um, of Chip Roy and Tom Massey. They've been campaigning for DeSantis in Iowa, and they have a great video here. So I'll get right to that. Yeah years before that that's when i first got to know the governor uh and thomas as well and when, when i was running in 2018 you might remember and this is important there were bills on the floor of the house to address border the border issue and immigration unfortunately then president trump sided with paul ryan to choose an amnesty first non-security bill as the bill that he endorsed and got behind now look I support a lot of the people who worked for President Trump's administration, Tom Homan, Mark Morgan. They're friends of mine. I work with them all the time. A lot of good things that were done with respect to remain in Mexico and those issues. But it matters that you actually fight to work with Congress and lead to get permanent changes. Had we gotten permanent changes in 2018 that Ron DeSantis fought for when he was in the Freedom Caucus, but that we got stopped because President Trump sided with Paul Ryan, we wouldn't have as bad of an issue as we have right now because the laws would be in place to stop the abuse of asylum and parole because that's what's happening right now. They are using our laws against us to dump millions of people and they're endangering us in the process. This is a problem you can solve with executive orders, declaring an emergency, do it immediately, but you need permanent reforms to stop the abuses that we're seeing right now under Joe Biden. Yep, go ahead. 
Also, um, I don't mean to offend the children in here, but I'm going to compare Congress to children here for a second. Uh, if you tell your kid their bedtime is eight, you let them stay up till midnight, they will not take you seriously. President Trump signed an omnibus and he it didn't have the money for a full wall in there. And he said, I'll never do this again. And then he did it again and he did it again. And you can go find a dozen times where he signed a CR or an omnibus and complained that it didn't have a wall in it. He could have vetoed it. Okay. And there, the Democrats didn't have the votes in the Senate to override a, a veto. So he could have vetoed these things. And, you know, what Governor DeSantis has done, I, I think he's used the veto pen lightly, but he has used it. And you only have to use it a few times to be taken seriously. And if Trump had done that in the very beginning on the wall and said, this is my signature issue, do not offend me by sending me a bill that has no money for my wall in it, he would have got the money for the wall. All right. So a few things there. Trump literally signed every single omnibus bill that passed his desk Um, that attributed to the eight trillion he added to our debt. Um, And also, again, like I said, executive orders are great, but you need to have the legislation behind them to make it stick because the next president will just reverse everything you've done, just like Joe Biden did. So shame on Trump. Things could have been much, much better. Um, So anyways, DeSantis, he has a vision. He knows the issues. He knows what's important to us everyday Americans. And he gets the results. That's the biggest part. He's not just out there spewing all this stuff that he says he's going to do. He's done it in Florida. He actually gets us results. And the best part about DeSantis is there's no friggin' circus. No circus. Trump, he has these incoherent ramblings at his rallies and town halls and all his freaking posts on Truth Social, his childish nicknames, um, his unkept promises. You don't get that with DeSantis. Like, let's go, America. We cannot give Trump another four years. He's not going to win the general election anyways. There's no path to 270 for him. Um so, all right. Uh, oh, goodness. I have a lot more. Uh-oh. Let me hurry up. So there was a school shooting in Iowa. Um, hardly any news outlets are talking about it. The mainstream media, the politicians, they never miss a chance to talk about mass shootings and call for gun control. But they're oddly quiet about this. Why? Because the shooter is transgender. Um, this is another one that will be swept under the rug because it doesn't fit the narrative. Uh, we need to have serious discussions about gender ideology and it's um, radicalizing young mentally ill people. Um, We need to talk about how the SSRIs and big pharma are affecting these kids about how cross sex hormones are affecting these kids. We are mass drugging children and conducting psychiatric experiments on them in classrooms all across America. Um, Gender dysphoria is a mental disorder and we need to treat it as such. And I will not apologize for saying that it is a mental disorder. Um, pumping kids full of chemicals, messing up their hormones while simul- simultaneously reinforcing the idea that they are depressed and that they are the wrong gender. They're getting groomed by their teachers and TikTok. This is just a recipe for disaster and we're seeing it. Like the last six school shootings were by 
a transgender, transgender or non-binary, whatever you want to call them. The last six shootings were done by these people. Um, what are we doing? You know, how is this a reality where we're supporting people changing their gender? Like, what bizarro world are we living in? Um, my gosh, we're ruining the next generation. We really are. It's very sad. All right. All right. I'm going to bust through these headlines real quick. Um, first one, as of August 2023, there are officially more illegals arriving every month in our country than there are children being born in America. This is called replacement. Um, next one, Fox News brought on a psychic to predict Trump's 2024 Bizarre, bizarro world. We live in bizarro world. Um, next one, Bill Gates funded study claims that peanut M&Ms are healthier than beef. We live in a clown world. Um, California becomes the first state to offer free health care for all illegals. Can't give that to veterans, but we can give it to the illegals coming over the border. Um, Eric Adams is seeking to sue for $700 million uh, from charter bus companies that transported illegals to New York City. Good luck with that. Um, a high-end sex ring in Boston and D.C. was a honeypot scheme by Russia, China, and South Korea to, ens um, to ensnare U.S. officials. No one shocked. Um, state troopers raided an Amish farm in Pennsylvania. Um, the guy's name is Amos Miller. They raided his farm for selling raw milk, organic eggs, grass-fed beef, and um, to private buyers. You know, with all the problems we're having in our country, this is what the government wants to focus on raw milk. Um, I buy my raw milk from a farm in Pennsylvania. They better not raid my farm. I'm going to be pissed. Um, good gracious. God help us. Um, so for my encouragement that I've forgotten to do the past couple times, um, there's a Bible study coming up on the Steve Day show called Know Thy Enemy. It's a nefarious Bible study. I've done it. It's really, really good. But they're going to be going through it every Thursday together on air. Um, so if you want to do it, reach out to me. I can point you to the podcast on how to get the book. It is great. It's about spiritual warfare, and it starts Thursday, January 18th. Um, do it with me. I highly recommend it. We are deep, deep into a spiritual war. And the more people that wake up and know how to fight it, the better. Um, I want to give a shout out to my friend Kevin Crater in his podcast, The Kevin Crater Show. He just did a podcast on what is Trump. Um, I have not, I'll be honest with you, I haven't listened to it yet. Um, we've had some back and forth about Vivek and Trump, but I love Kevin. He is a great guy, a good Christian man. Um, his podcast is wonderful. I highly suggest you go check him out. Um, Shellshock CBD, uh, one of the people I work with here. Um, I use their products on a daily basis. If it's not the Delta 9 gummies, it's the Rackout. Uh, gummies for sleep that have melatonin in them. I use the energy sticks at work or I use them for a pre-workout. doesn't make you jittery. They have these awesome CBD bath salts. Um, just a great company. Uh, veteran owned out of Texas. Use code JNorman for a discount. Uh, what else do they have? They even have like natural soaps and all that stuff. It's a really great company. Support uh, John Burke and his coworker, Josh. They have a great podcast called the All-American Savage Show. Just good, good stuff. Um, also want to give a shout out to my friend Lance Zaleski. Uh, he owns LZ Tactical Firearm Concepts. 
I suggest you take some of his courses if you want to know how to defend yourself, especially against all the crazy migrants um, slash terrorists coming across our border. And then also my brother-in-law's business, DJR, Custom Electronics, if you want home security or security for your car or car starters, he is the man to see. Great prices, fantastic quality. Um definitely recommend. So that's it for today, guys. Sorry, I went really long today. I think I went long. I don't know. I don't know how long I've gone, but I feel like I've been talking for a while. Um, And I didn't smoke today. I'm quite chatty. Um, But I will keep you guys all updated on the next uh, or the, you know, where this vaccine stuff goes on the Iowa caucuses. I really think DeSantis is going to win the Iowa caucus. Could be wrong. Not putting any money on it. But I think he's going to win. Um, and of course, any other, oh, there was aliens apparently in Florida, in Miami a couple days ago, all these cops showed up lights, like hundreds and hundreds of cop cars. Apparently it was, um, they said it was all these teenagers with weapons taking over this plaza or something. And then all of a sudden that rolled into seven foot tall aliens. Um, obviously there was no seven foot tall aliens, but people are crazy. Um, anyways, That's all the news I have for you guys today. I hope I get snowed in and can never leave my home. (laughs) Just kidding. I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy time with your family and your animals and stay healthy. And I will see you next time on The Next Generation.